the Lloyd's List Shipping Podcast. Welcome to the Lloyd's List Podcast. I'm Michelle Vesey Bogman, Markets Editor with Lloyd's List. I'm not one for using cliches, but something groundbreaking has happened in shipping. Navigator Gas is best known for owning and operating the world's largest fleet of handy-sized gas tankers. But this month, management revealed they'd done something no other ship owner has done before. Yes, a genuine first. Navigator Gas has taken out the industry's first ever gender diversity linked loan. In other words, they've drawn down on a $200 million loan facility agreement that has its interest rate based on whether the company meets targets to increase the number of women they have in leadership roles. One of the key performance indicators, or KPIs, is linked to environmental sustainability and the other to getting 35% of women in the company in leadership roles in the next five years. The cynic in me thought that this was probably just all about headlines and warm fuzzies. I looked at the Navigator Gas website. None of its C-suite roles were held by women. Only one of the seven board members was female, and she was recently appointed. So I thought, why not chat with Navigator Gas Chief Executive Mads Peter Zacco? I found a ship owner that is prepared to work to change its culture to tackle very poor levels of women in shipping. He even acknowledged that Navigator Gas may not meet their modest interim target to boost women in leadership roles in the company. It's a bold move for the boys club and you have to start somewhere. I began asking Mads Peter Zacco to outline all the details. Now the reason that Navigator Gas took my attention was because of this groundbreaking agreement that was announced uh, earlier this month. Can you explain to me what it is? Yes, so we have entered into a loan agreement where we borrow uh, $200 million from uh, Nordea, uh, from ABN AMRO, from BNP Paribas and from uh, SEB, uh, so four large European banks. And what we decided to do together with the banks was to link uh, the interest rate that is uh, applies to the to the loan uh, to both our env- environmental performance, so the uh, reductions in in climate uh, related emissions, but also to how we perform on diversity. That is uh, our ability to develop and uh, and and uh, train uh, women leaders in in the team. So once you've decided to put the loan the loan details together, um, how, how did you go about it? What sort of reaction did you have? Well, um, both the the banks and and we thought it would be a good a good idea to to have an interest rate that was uh, you could say uh, impacted not only on 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 sustainability in in a more broad sense. So typically, when shipping companies are talking about sustainability, we're talking about emissions of greenhouse gases, and that is important, and that should be probably the biggest factor to focus on because shipping companies do emit a lot of CO2, and there are some obvious ways to reduce it, uh, and and we have a long way to go on this. So I think it makes all the sense in the world to 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 focus a lot on on greenhouse gas emissions, but we think also so it makes sense 
to maybe broaden it uh, somewhat and say sustainability is not only about the climate. Uh, uh, ESG, I mean, there, there are two more letters than just the environment. Uh, so, uh, so, so the social side and the governmental side, we thought for us uh, at Navigator, we have uh, in the fall of, of last year and over the winter, we have entered into a strategy uh, process where we decided to evaluate and integrate uh, ESG into our company strategy. So we uh, work together with the Maersk McKinney Miller Center for Zero Carbon Shipping and with Boston Consulting Group to put together a strategy for, for progressing on, on ESG. And here we identified uh, a couple of what we call lighthouses, where we uh, will focus on, on climate, we'll focus on making sure that we are ready to transport those new uh, low emitting um, uh, commodities going forward, so not only fossil fuels and fossil gases, but also some of the new uh, zero uh, emission emitting uh, gases, and then also on on diversity. We thought that would be a, a good third uh, lighthouse, so to speak, to uh, to really uh, progress on. So we decided to do that, and because it's such a central part of our strategy, we thought it would make sense also to be uh, brave and 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 put our money where where our mouth is. Sure. So what is the diversity range in Navigator Gas at the moment? What percentage of female leaders do you have and what percentage do you have in your C-suite? Yeah, we um, we have uh, at this point in time around 16% of leaders that are, are women. Uh, and uh, and our aim is to get uh, to 35 percent by uh, 27. So it's a it's a relatively steep incline that we we have ahead of us, and and that means that we we need to work very diligent on diligently on on this. We've also set the target at at 22 percent for for this year. So so ramping it up from around 16 to 22 percent within a year. That you can imagine that that's. Uh, that's a uh, that's a lot of work to do, and 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 we need to uh, be successful on on, on this one. Uh, at this point in time, we do not have uh, any women in the in the uh, C team, and uh, that of course uh, also uh, is an aim to to change over time. We also have some some targets for uh, for women in at the board level. And uh, at this point in time, we have uh, around 15% representation of women in our board. So you could say it goes across. We're not only looking at, uh, you could say, uh, women in, in management, but we're also looking at uh, the overall uh, team, uh, all employees, and we're looking at the board level as well. Do you think that those statistics, like 16% in your leadership team, do you think that they are average or normal for the industry? Uh, where, where do you think you rate? Um, I haven't looked uh, at, at all the other shipping companies, but but I do know for a fact that the uh, that there's a long way to go on diversity in the shipping sector. It has historically been uh, with a higher representation of men throughout the organizations, uh, going all the way from from total employees amongst the seafarers in the leadership positions and and in the boards, um, and that's a shame because uh, there's a there's a lot to be gained by having uh, more diversity in the team. Uh, it's not only about having a bigger pool of talent to, to source from. Uh, personally, I believe that it brings better performance. And I know there may be some that, that disagree. Uh, that, that doesn't matter to me. I, I think it matters and makes a big difference. So I think it's important. Um, I think also that uh, it makes it much more fun to go to work for, for all of us. So, so there are a lot of good reasons for why we want to have a more diverse uh, 
team here and uh, shipping has a long way to go probably the the area where we are we have the longest to to go is uh, at sea where the seafarers uh, is typically single digit percentages uh, when it comes to the number of, of of women on the on the ships well let's talk through some of the historical reasons why there's women are, are so lowly represented um, from your company. What, what are the reasons specifically that that you have such a, a low leadership, uh, to us, a low level of leadership, female leadership? Um, I, I think it's difficult to 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 gauge why why that is. Um, I, I think it's it, it takes a little bit of time to to change it if you don't work systematically on it. And I, I don't think we at the company have been working systematically <laughs> on 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 promoting uh, sustainability. Often people uh, tend to recruit people that looks like themselves because it feels uh, comfortable. It feels uh, safer. Um, and if you if you don't think much about it, if you're not um if you're not open to your own biases uh, you will very easily end up just continuing the status quo if you don't uh, if you don't work uh, systematically on on changing your 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 behavior have you had any pushback from males in the company i mean if i was no no, no not mean, at all no no, no? Um, I, I think most uh, most of my colleagues agree that this is uh, it's making it a, a, a more fun place to be. Uh, we are all strapped for uh, resources when it comes to being able to attract the the best and the brightest, and of course having um, a, a more diverse group and having a, a bigger pool of talent to 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 look amongst. I mean that that makes a lot of sense. So no, I don't have uh, any any pushback from any of the males. So what about accompanying uh, employment provisions to acknowledge often women's role as the main caregiver for children? Is that placed alongside the, your, your targets? We, we, we have uh, the, the biggest proportion of our employees in, uh, in the UK and in Denmark and in, in both countries um the the law has has changed in recent years such that there is uh, more equality in terms of who takes care of uh, babies and, and and children joining the family so um that of course may also take a little bit of time to to change perception here but we definitely see a big change in mentality that a lot of younger men are much more interested now because it's it's become the norm it's become accepted that that young men uh, take their part of, the, of that work as well so uh, so i think we are we are riding on 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 a positive wave in that sense okay so let's talk a little bit more about the facility agreement that you had signed um, some of it is for sustainability, some of it is for gender diversity. What sort of targets do you have? You, you mentioned you have 16% to 22% by the end of this year, is that right? Yes, that's right. So so the aim is that that if, if we are to hit the target, it'll be 22% by, by the end of this year. And you know what, actually, whether we we hit that target or, or we don't, uh, I think it's really important. We'll work hard to do it, but I think we've we've come a long way in 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 itself by uh, putting financial pressure on ourselves to to get there and to improve year over year, to commit to uh, 
measuring how we are performing and committing to disclosing our performance. You know, just those things, I, I think we have come a, a long way. And uh, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable that, that even in a situation where we don't meet our, our targets, you know, it'll still sit there. We will have to work on it. We will have to, um, you could say, uh, show our, our, our uh, performance to, to everybody around us so that they can see what, you know, if, if, if we're getting there or not getting there. And hopefully it can also motivate other shipping companies and other companies uh, around us to, to do the same thing, to, to set targets and be, be bold. And, and then most importantly, also make sure that you take actions to actually deliver uh, on, on, on those targets that you've set. Because at the end of the day, uh, I may have for a variety of reasons, a couple of female leaders that decide to work in another company during the year. So I'm, I'm not in control whether we're going to meet this uh, target or not. But what we are in control of is whether we are uh, setting in motion a number of initiatives to improve the likelihood that we're going to get there. So how many additional women do you need to appoint in leadership roles to get from 16 to 22? Um, we will have to get to a, a good handful of additional women into leadership. Okay. And how do you define leadership role? That's to have somebody who reports to you. Okay. So what about getting more women into the C-suite? Do you have any internal targets for that? Again, it's it's a relatively no. We don't have uh, internal targets for that. And and again, here, when you, you the more you narrow it down, and 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 there are only four in 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 the C team here. Um, it, the more you narrow it down, the harder it 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 get it gets. You could say, and and of course we uh, we we have good good people in place, and 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 that's how it's 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 going to stay. So it's it's much more important, I think, to make sure that the pipeline is there, that we over time develop capable female leaders that over time can take up the the, the top leadership jobs. And have you done any accompanying studies about gender pay gap in your company? That's something that we are in the process of of, of putting together, uh, and and we are going to have uh, the the data presented in front of the management team over the next week, and we are going to have a discussion around that. Um, and I I don't have the 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 result from it uh, with me yet, but I'm sure that um, we are going to see that there is also issues to be worked on uh, in in our company on this one. Okay, and I was looking at the board. You have one of your seven board members are yes. a, a female. If yes. I was some of those that have been there since 2007, those men, would I be, would I have reason to worry to think that my tenure was 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 up? Well, you can see that uh, the composition of the board is something that's decided mm -hmm. by the shareholders of the company. So that lies outside uh, my area of responsibility. So I'm definitely not going to to comment on that. But we're having Fine. the discussion and we're looking at the data and we're we are discussing it. So, uh, so yeah. Okay. Um, and what about the the basis point difference? Let's say that you don't meet your target, but you yes. you give it a good you give it a good shot. How much will you be penalised looking at the basis points agreement that that's locked into those KPIs? Um, 
we have agreed with the banks not to put the, the number out there, but I can say that it's it's a number that is not going to make or break the company, uh, but it's also a, a number that is big enough to make this worthwhile to make a concerted effort into meeting the target. Because obviously there needs to be some sort of penalty if you, yes. if you don't make it. And is, that's is how it, it is. So we'll have a higher interest rate if we don't meet the target and we'll have a lower interest rate if we do. And is the basis point difference higher or lower for the sustainability loan, just so we can benchmark the, the difference it, between the two? It's it's higher for the sustainability part, because I think back to uh, what I said a little bit earlier, uh, the, the really big um, shipping does have a relatively large impact on the global emissions. We, we're talking about uh, a billion tons uh, as, as a mm. sector overall. Uh, we are emitting about a million tons per year. So it's a very significant uh, impact on the climate that that we have. And I think it makes sense that that's where we also uh, put the biggest uh, interest rate differential on. So let's say it makes sense to have gender diversity linked loans. What I can't understand is why hasn't this been done before? It seems like it's, you know, you've had a lot of positive publicity around this. It seems like it's a slam dunk for, for companies to to give it a try. Yeah, I guess in, in, at the end of the day, you would hope that it was not necessary at all because you, you would already have diversity <laughs> in the companies. Um, I, I, I think that... Um, it's 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 become an issue more and more in in recent years i don't think it has been seen if we were to look at it let's say five or ten years ago i don't think there was the same focus on diversity as we have today it wasn't seen to the same extent as a as a as a problem uh, not having diversity so i think we've we've learned a lot over the past couple of years around it and and that's also why it's 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 only coming now um it's difficult for me to explain why other companies have not decided to prioritize this as the main issue and want to put uh, that into the loan agreement. I think uh, also to be fair to some of our competitors and other shipping companies that there are actually some that have put it very high on the agenda. So even if they don't put it into the loan agreements, they have uh, made a concerted effort to address it. If you look at one of our uh, uh, sister companies, uh, Hafnia Tankers, you know, that they, they have made some some announcements around wanting to ensure that the number of uh, female seafarers on board is, is strengthened and, and, and they've uh, done a, a very big job uh, in, in, in that respect. So there are a lot of people or some that, that are doing uh, something about it, uh, but maybe used other tools and, and putting it into the loan agreement. Have you heard of this happening outside of shipping? Is this something that we're perhaps a little bit late to the party with? Um, I haven't actually looked, so uh, no, I haven't. Um, I haven't seen it before, so I'm not sure whether it's something that is widely used in other sectors. But again, it's it hasn't been so important for us to to figure out whether uh, w what others sure. are doing. It it just makes sense for us because it's it's puts a little bit of pressure on us, uh, and it also ensures that that we put we disclose our performance and we discuss it internally and we talk about what we can do to change it. I talked a little bit earlier about accompanying company policies, um, which I, I was just wondering, one of them would be allowing working from home, for example. Is that something that you already do? Yes, it is. Okay. That's a, a part of, uh, uh, you could say, our, our policy for, for employees. And, and uh, yeah, there's a, a very good flexibility for to, to work from home. Because that's kind of key to things, isn't it? 
Mm, I don't know. Um, it 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 certainly the helps, but I don't policies, think on the yeah. diversity uh, agenda. Yeah. Actually, no, I don't think it's it's the the key because you you could have, having a more flexible uh, daily life and a work life. Uh, I, I think that applies equally to men and women. That, that's very true. And what sort of reaction did you get from the the women in your company? Well, only positive mm. uh, uh, reflections, and and that they they think it's a it's a good thing to do. Uh, of course, um, what matters now is that we deliver on it, that we we make those changes that to 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 get towards our targets. Uh, so so the the proof is in the pudding here, and uh, I think we already well underway with implementing systems to to monitor it and and disclose it better, but. Uh, uh, but also putting in place the uh, diversity and inclusion policies and, and making sure that the workplace adaptation is, is uh, delivered on and the employee resource groups and many of the other initiatives that we have planned for uh, and, and worked on will, will, will be successful. Well, I think what we'll do is we'll check in at the end of the year and see what sort of progress you've made and hopefully you've met your target and roll on more women in navigator shipping and other companies in leadership and C-suite and and um, board roles. That would be Thank great. I think we should make some noise around it uh, so that we uh, we encourage others to do the same. Well, I'm up for that. Well, thank you very much for joining the Lloyd's List podcast. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs>